0: And I am not making health care decisions for you. It is your choice to use the information provided here and in any future communications with me regarding homeopathy and natural health care.
1: Welcome back to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Bree. So before we kick off this time, I do want to read another review. I've really enjoyed doing these, so we're going to keep it going. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, but I think it's Joni Sue. um, And they said, since learning about this podcast, I've gained so much helpful information that works. Thank you for your willingness to share your vast knowledge and your faith. It's a blessing and so refreshing, praying for you and your gifts to be multiplied.
0: Blessing. Oh, So sweet. I love the prayers. Yeah. I, love really. it. I would love I would love for you guys to um read yeah, do a review wherever you're watching this or um or listening to this. If you'll give us a review, but especially on Apple Podcasts, the more people review it, you know, and give us um give us some good stars, then um, then, you know, that just comes up more in the feed or when people search. So thank you for that.
1: I love it funny being on this. And when you hear people say that, when you listen to podcasts all the time, then I'm like, Oh, I'll do that later. But <laughs> now we really do see it when we get them and how happy it like, how good it feels to read them. I'm like, Oh, I know. I want to go back to all the podcasts I've loved and write them a nice review. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, it, but you know, yes to that. And then it also helps other people to find it. So you're helping other people also not just yeah. blow heads up, <laughs> but we appreciate it. It's so sweet. Thank you so much. All right. So we're going to talk about liver, the liver tonight. So everybody loves talking about the liver. We all love to cleanse the liver and do all the liver things, right? Um, What do you, what do you know or think about the liver, Bree? What, what do you, what comes to your mind when you think about liver?
1: So I actually had no, the only thing I knew about liver problems before I had my last baby, maybe before I even got pregnant with my last one was severe stuff, you know, like liver disease and jaundice people not, you know, really, really sick. I didn't realize how common a lot of things we deal with. Are um like how commonly those are linked to liver problems.
0: And it wasn't until
1: I lived in Pittsburgh, how long ago now? 2018, we moved there. And though I think it was partially the water was a big deal, so heavily chlorinated. And after about a year there, I started getting so itchy at night. And Mm -hmm. that's about the time we met Melissa. I don't know if you remember all this, but I used to just like Itch and itch. It it would be for hours at night. I would get um, almost like a, not hives, but some kind of bumps all over. And I would just itch and itch and itch. It would go away and come back the next day. And it was miserable. It was horrible. I wasn't pregnant. It went away for most of my pregnancy. It came back toward the end. Um, And I remember, I think it was you who mentioned liver. And it was when I was pregnant, you know, when you're pregnant, you do think more about cholestasis of the liver and the itching and why that happens. And it clicked that I really think it was a liver, like a toxin overload. Mm -hmm. And I started doing liver support teas and remedies and castor oil packs, you know, all the liver things. And I thought how many people are probably dealing with this type of stuff, the energy levels. All that stuff. So now I'm much more aware of all of the things that can be tied to the liver. So, so,
0: so if you don't know any, you know, let, let's just say, let me say it the other way. Um, so any, anybody listening to this podcast is, you know, on this, this journey with us for to natural health, but before you got on this journey, or if you're brand new and you didn't know that the liver liver issues could cause itching on your body what would we do we would go to the dermatologist and what would they give us a topical something to just stop the itching right yeah Um, so homeopathy just goes so much deeper and homeopathy is just such a beautiful liver support well it supports all the all of the organs And really brings balance to all parts of the body and and immune system. But I really love using homeopathy for liver. So, so another question, and we didn't talk about this ahead of time. So um, what are, what are uh, two remedies that come to your mind first for liver?
1: Um, Sepia and like a podium.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Those are like the number one everybody knows, sepia and lycopodium, big, huge liver remedies. Mm-hmm. But guess what? We're going to talk about two other liver remedies tonight because most of you know sepia or lycopodium. And um, and those are just really big, beautiful remedies. But we're going to talk about Cardus marianus and Chelidonium in this... Um, either in this one podcast, or we might break it up into two. So um, so we're going to start with Cardus Marianus. And Cardus Marianus is Mary's thistle. That's just the like the plant. And um, thistle, this plant has been used um, as a food forever. It's a prickly plant. So the leaves are white and streaked as if Um, as if like it's got a milky juice inside of it. And here's just a a side note idea, something you can do. You can take 10 drops of Cardus marianus in the tincture form. So we're talking mother tincture, not homeopathic. So that's the herbal preparation. So take the the mother tincture of um, Cardus, take 10 drops in the morning, put it in lemon water do that for a couple of months during the spring. And it's like a nice little liver tone up at um, at springtime for the liver and the gallbladder. And it's a really gentle way to tone up the liver. So I just thought that was, um, that was cool. And it's, it's I've got Cardus Marianus in the mother tincture form because it's a great gallbladder remedy so like a gallbladder attack um and so i have it on hand just in case i need something like that um Cardus is really gentle it's just got a gentle side to it it's like a, it's like the mothering gentle mother and it's in the botanical group um like in the arnica group and it's it's in the same family as arnica chamomilla, calendula eupatorium bellis perennis So, it's a great first aid remedy, Uh, great for detoxing, great for healing. And, um, you know, this plant grows just in the countryside and it's used in the most basic, fundamental way to keep people healthy and has been for a long time. Okay. So, um, if you've ever watched um, Winnie the Pooh, Then, you know, Eeyore on Winnie the Pooh, he eats this plant, he eats thistle. And so remember his temperament is grumpy, miserable, pessimistic. He had a jaundiced view of life, right? Um, And so this is, so a theme that runs through all of, of the, this family of remedies, like think of Arnica with the spikes on it. So remember arnica's like go away, leave me alone, don't touch me, back off, don't touch me. Remember, you know, we've talked about arnica. So carduce is kind of like that. It's a wonderful remedy for dealing with the traumas of life when life is is um just hard. There's so um so, excuse me, carduce is is um like it looks a bit like chamomilla. So think about the angry bossy little chamomilla. It can look a uh, kind of like chamomilla. And so we you know tonight or in this podcast or if we decide to break it up into two then then next would be celadonium. But so what would differentiate carduus from celadonium, which is also a big liver remedy, is that carduus is more gentle. It's more feminine. And um and celadonium is more aggressive, more masculine. So um, that's just a little differentiation there. Um, Carduce is great for women whose breast milk is dried up or um, is out of balance. So it appears um, that Carduce was having a direct effect on the hormonal system, as well as just on the liver and the gallbladder specifically. So we know that our hormones are what is the word? Is is assimilate the right word? They're assimilated in the, in the liver.
1: Um, I don't know if, I don't know if that's the word
0: that. I I feel like it's not, but they, the the liver does something, the liver does something with the hormones
1: and. It does help like regulate the balance of hormones. Right, right.
0: So with with when the liver is not healthy, then the hormones might be out of balance, and carduce is great for both hormone balance and liver, and like I said, gallbladder. So it's indicated for healthy breast milk. <clears throat> so this remedy moves from liver to pancreas to spleen, in particular, and um, is is has a really big spleen link. The movement um, of carduce is a cross from right to left, which also reminds you of like a podium. So think of the sugar cravings of like a podium and the pancreatic aspect there. You want to tell us about the mental picture of cardus
1: Yes, I would love to. And I was also just looking at um, the liver's role in hormones, just looking up a couple things. And It's interesting that it helps with breast milk because it does regulate the levels of hormones in our body and help detox the ones like get rid of the extra that we don't need when there's a higher level of hormones. And so you think about if it's regular, you wouldn't think breast milk is linked to liver. Like if this is a liver remedy, that might be what it's doing. It might be regulating your hormones by targeting the liver, which helps your milk production that's just my theory reading on how the liver works and carduus being such a big liver liver remedy yeah. although in homeopathic form it can go a lot deeper than just that but um even just as the tincture like we were saying if it's taken often in the tincture or lower potencies mm-hmm. just something that was cool to me um okay so mentals for juice there unfortunately are not a lot even the materia medica it's super small I have, I think this might be the smallest I've ever seen the mental picture look. Um, but it's also used really often in lower potencies. And we've talked, it's not a hard rule, but higher potencies are typically the mental potencies. So the ones that are linked to Cardus are um, joyless, forgetful, um, bad tempered, angry, like we said similar to chamomile, restless, depressed, sensitive to noise. Um, there are other areas this has talked about, this, or car in particular for beer or any sort of alcohol um, to help with detox. So there, this could be linked to the abuse of the liver, which causes some of those bad moods yep. and um, could have, constipation and diarrhea alternating. So we're moving to some physicals. Um, so really the mentals are very short. We just have bad tempered, angry, depressed, sensitive to noise. Yeah. Um, I can keep going for the rest of these. Some of these move to the physicals, but I think that's still appropriate. Yeah. Um, so constipation and diarrhea alternating and just liverish symptoms in general. So think bloating, flatulence, that heavy dragging feeling around the liver, mm-hmm. nausea, green vomit. Mm-hmm. If I had actual green vomit, I'm, I'm gonna not going to be sitting thinking I should take some card use for my liver. Yeah. So <laughs> remind me. <laughs> that never happens. Um, mm-hmm. It could be hard, knotty stools or white stools or very bright yellow stools. Um, There are sometimes headache symptoms, primarily right-sided. The Materia Medica keeps saying liver headaches, Mm -hmm. migraines worse on the right side. And um, so later on, you could always use, or sorry, I'm getting this mixed up, not Chelodonium, Cardus for alcohol poisoning. It could be useful along with Chelodonium for cirrhosis of the liver, and like Melissa mentioned, it can also be good for gallstones and that gallbladder attack.
0: So carduce is the most gentle way of detoxing a liver. And, you know, there's a lot of people that want to detox their liver. Um, it's It's an underused remedy. Mm-hmm. and because it's underrepresented in the books it's not going to come out in the repertorization usually so you're just not going to pre- use it or suggest it to people um as often Hahneman's first provings were done with crude doses so you're you're like i said the the mother tincture you know or the the whole plant or whatever and um and so you don't have to have a potentized remedy for it to act homeopathically is what i learned in college so please don't hit me up with questions about that because <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that's just what i learned
1: um well, so- energies use it often as a mother tincture
0: uh, that's right yeah
1: and um and chelodonium is usually a low potency but carduce is often mother tincture for a gallbladder for liver stuff so i think it's pretty widely used but we don't know a lot about the herbal form so right
0: Right. Um. So, and so with carduce, I would use, um, like like Bree just said, a low low potency, like a three x six x three c six c. You could use that daily, or you could do the um, you know, the the mother tincture and. You know, just use it that way. It's a this is a great remedy for hepatitis in general. And, you know, like you already said, cirrhosis and gallstones and gallstone colic cramps, cramps in the calves and feet and thighs. It's a great cramp remedy. So not something we usually think of. You know, we usually think of MAGFOS and arnica and those kind of remedies. Um and we already talked about the the liver headaches, the bitter taste in the mouth, nausea, retching, vomiting. It's a chilly remedy. So generally speaking, it's a cold remedy. Um, they don't the person who needs chelodonium doesn't tolerate fats, and um, they can be really aggravated by eggs, meat, and milk. They can be really thirsty and um just have to drink in sips or they vomit if they if they drink like gulps or too much at one time they might vomit it um dragging pain i think you already said so um although it hasn't been proven in high potencies you can you can use it in high potencies so based on the totality of symptoms You know, use the the meet the intensity of the not no. That's sorry. That's a that's an acute thing. So you can again, if a if it were to fit mentally, and you have the liver symptoms, you could do a 30C or a 200C if you had both.
1: So I wanted to ask you this. Um, I've seen it used sometimes, either in the Banerjee protocols or just based on some notes I read, um, where you're maybe doing a protocol. Or your gallbladder, or a remedy for your liver, like let's say CPR like a podium. Maybe you've been on that. Would carduce be an option to use in the mother tincture or lower potencies, acutely? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I you know, so. like um, I don't know, like maybe if you're you do have one of those headaches, a liver headache or the gallbladder attack. I know you mentioned, but could you do both? Since it's so gentle, could you do sepia and carduce? long-term even, or would you only use Cardus acutely?
0: You know what? No, I think you could do long-term, but I think that I would do, um, I think depending on the person, depending on the, the picture, I would probably do like a podium sepia, um, one or the other. And, and then I would probably use chelodonium acutely as needed for whatever kind of pain or attack, and then I, also, I think it's a great idea to do that little liver cleanse or detox in the spring with the lemon yeah. water. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's card use. You Did you mean to say carduse before you would do instead of okay. Chelidonium?
0: Oh yeah. I meant to say carduse. Okay. Yeah.
1: I know we're getting <laughs> well, we've been talking about them. So I feel like we're getting them mixed up. Um, and okay. Sorry. Another question. Thinking chronically here, mm-hmm. because it's so gentle, would you start with it first and see how somebody responds before going to some of the bigger ones we've talked about, like sepia or like a podium?
0: I don't usually, I usually start with a sepia or like a podium. I I just, those are just my first go-tos, you know, and I, I keep carduce on my, over here as a, because it's just been in my mind for so long, gallbladder. So if somebody were to have a gallbladder attack, I would want them to have carduce on hand you know, okay. or, or gallbladder issues. So now my, you know, I'm going to be, this is why I love doing these, talking about these remedies like this on these podcasts, yeah. because it, act, it helps me to remember, oh, look at this little remedy that we haven't been using. That's so, so good. So I might do something different going forward, but right now I've been just, you know, going and vomica is also a big liver remedy.
1: Yeah. I just learned that, that it's so big for liver. I didn't realize that it was such a big liver remedy. Yep. Um, so there was a few more things like that bitter taste in the mouth mm-hmm. is mentioned several times in the materia medica, so that might be one to keep in mind. I have heard that before. People saying that um, it has varicose vein and ulcers, itching on lying down at night.
0: Hmm.
1: So, <laughs> has that one it does have the muscle cramping and like I'm reading out of Robin Murphy's materia medica right now um just about anything else maybe if we didn't mention already their earthy yellowish gray dirty or florid complexion heat in the face poor appetite abusive beer worse for beer great fatigue after eating and low blood sugar wow yeah this is interesting um so there's a lot of stuff it said um never well since mono or hepatitis um and then worse after the abuse of alcoholic beverages especially beer so interesting yeah this is so good so that's cardews Mar, you will probably see it just as Mar often. I don't think I see it written out very often,
0: all right, so tune in next time for chelodonium. So we'll go into chelodonium and um and then also just discuss a few other liver remedies at the end after we finish talking about chelodonium. So thanks for being here, Bree. I'll
1: see you next time. Thank you.